on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And the train incident in Sligo dominating the front pages. The Irish Sun, Jessica dies in intercity train horror. And the Irish Daily Mirror, horror on the tracks. A woman was killed and her niece seriously injured after they were hit by a train. Jessica McLaughlin, who was in her 40s, died at the scene. While her niece, Rebecca, who's named in the mirror, was in a serious but stable condition in hospital. They were walking along the track in Balasodare in Sligo when the horrific incident happened at 4pm yesterday. Yesterday and everyone in the area just saying that they are in complete shock and what an awful tragedy it is. Obviously, investigations have been launched by Irish Rail and uh, Gardaí and we'll have more on News Talk Breakfast about that this morning. But really, a tragedy on the tracks is the uh, only way of describing it. The Irish Independent says that explosive claims of Garda collusion have been made in the High Court about the distribution of drugs. A judge has heard allegations that a number of Gardaí supervised the importation of drugs and and control the flow of shipments to dealers. A detective sergeant, who later rose to a senior rank but is now retired, was identified in an affidavit as being centrally involved. And this was sworn by a person claiming to have worked in the drugs trade under the supervision and instruction of Angarda Shiakona, who controlled what drugs got to what dealers. They certainly are explosive claims. Uh, they relate to the period between 1997 and 2014 uh, and this was a case which appeared in the High Court yesterday. So uh, certainly big story there on the front of the Irish Independent. Also a big one for the Irish Times today because they have a new opinion poll out. Fine Gael and Sinn Féin support slips. Fianna Fáil is making gains. Support for Fine Gael and Sinn Féin has slumped while Fianna Fáil and the Social Democrats both see a boost in the latest Irish Times opinion poll. Leo Vradker also sees his personal rating fall sharply uh, and as the Irish Times says, this is a poll that is unlikely to ease nerves in Fine Gael. So just run through the numbers. Sinn Féin uh, support is at 31%, Fianna Fáil 21%, Fine Gael 18 the Greens 4 Labour 4 but the Social Democrats are 5 Independents and others are at 17%. Mary Lou MacDonald is the most popular party leader, 42%. Michal Martin, 41%. Leo Vradker, 37%. So there, if, if you're to believe all the rumours, there's a lot of tension in Fine Gael at the moment and pressure on Leo Vradker. That's on the front of the mail. Leo Vradker telling his TDs and senators that he can turn this around. He's laid down the gauntlet to any potential Fine Gael leadership challenger last night, telling them to talk to his face and not to the media. So there's a private Fine Gael meeting last night. Leo Vradker said he was always available to discuss any discontent within the party directly. If you saw the Sunday papers, three of them reported that there was dissatisfaction within Fine Gael over how Leo Vradker is uh, leading the party and the coordinated articles were described by one TD at the meeting last night as treachery. So apparently Leo Vradker making an impassioned appeal to his TDs and senators stop leaking to the papers and talk to me directly. 
You may remember what was going on in uh, the Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services in South Kerry of uh, allegations of over-prescribing of medication. Well, the examiner says that we now have a HSE audit. It is still unpublished, but it was looking at prescribing practices in child mental health services and the report has not found evidence of over-prescribing in any other region (coughs) other than South Kerry. This is according to Minister Mary Butler, who has given details of the HSE audit, but it is unpublished at the moment. But she is saying that it looks like the issues were confined um, to Kerry itself. The Irish Daily Star on the front page, bolt from the brew, photograph of a grandmother who was hit by lightning as she made a cup of coffee and was saved by her runners. Caroline Blake, uh, who lives in Offaly near Burr, was struck at her kitchen sink by a bolt of lightning which travelled in via an outside tap. So she's recreated the image here for the star standing at her tap and she said there were sparks coming from the sink followed by a huge explosion which nearly knocked her flat. Uh, And apparently it's all down to the runners she was wearing. The doctors told her uh, because she had the runners on, because of the rubber on the sole, that's what saved her. So uh, that's the risk you take making a cup of coffee these days. You could get attacked by lightning. Now, inside the papers in the mail, obviously there's more tributes to Christy Dignam and we have the funeral arrangements, a private funeral on Saturday, but there will be a farewell gathering held in Finglas. But the mail covers Dave Fanning and his comments about Christy Dignam uh, because fans of Christy have been left upset. Uh, now, I heard this. This was on Claire Byrne yesterday morning and I was driving at the time and I heard Dave Fanning on and I did sort of wonder, am I the only one who's hearing this tribute? Because what's upsetting people is that Dave Fanning said that Aslan never made it and Christy Dignam blew it. So he was on paying tribute the morning after Christy Dignam uh, died and Dave Fanning was reflecting on his dealings with Aslan uh, and he said that Christy blew it royally due to his issues with substance abuse. And then he was also talking about how they didn't kind of make it abroad, that they made it in Ireland Uh, And he said that uh, their gigs in places such as Australia didn't mean a thing. Now, a number of people are very, very upset by this on social media. Someone says, you wouldn't want Dave Fanning to write your obituary. Another said, sad to hear Dave Fanning's contribution. He seemed quite dismissive at times of Aslan and Christy Dignam. Uh, And another said, tribute by Dave Fanning to Christy was an absolute disgrace. The only thing I'll say is, Dave Fanning on social media was quite um, glowing in his tribute of Christy Dignam. So maybe it was just a miscommunication there, but it certainly raised a few eyebrows. Staying with uh, <clears throat> broadcasting, the papers this morning are looking at the Rose of Tralee because a woman is going to co-host the Rose of Tralee with Dahi O'Shea and the star says that Deirdre O'Kane is the favourite to co-host. Now we don't know if she's going to be, whoever the woman is, if she's going to be on stage with uh, Dahi O'Shea or maybe backstage chatting to the participants. But anyway, they reckon it's going to be Deirdre O'Kane. Also in the mix, Jennifer Zamparelli, Deeran Garrahi, Anna Geary, Anna Daly and Catherine Thomas. Um, so they're looking at who could be presenting with Dahi O'Shea and the bookies have uh, certainly had some bets placed on who the female co-host will be. 
couple of final stories for you uh, staying with the mail and if you're a rugby fan you'll be interested in this a lot of them very very angry over ticket prices for the Irish team's World Cup warm-up matches so Ireland are going to play Italy and England in Dublin in August ahead of the uh, World Cup in France in September however the cheapest two-match package available is 171 that's before all the extra fees are added on that's if you'd like to sit in the upper tier of the Aviva and the cheapest ticket for going to the England match will be 110 euro you can go to the Italy game for 35 euro but rugby supporters aren't happy saying it's scandalous someone says the IRFU really losing the plot when it's actually cheaper to go to an actual rugby world cup game in France than it is to go to a world cup match uh, or warm up match the IRFU says the ticket prices are benchmarked domestically and internationally and they say that they are competitively priced and the tickets are popular so far but listen welcome to Ireland the cost of living here and uh, buying tickets here and then I'm sure if you go and look for a hotel, it'll cost quite a lot of money as well. Final story comes from The Telegraph. If you're fed up of your children being messy, robots are the answer because there's a new robot called Tidybot, which has been created that will put away your child or teenager's laundry. It'll sort toys into the correct boxes and it'll put rubbish in the bin. The Tidybot is able to tidy up various bits of mess with an 85% success rate. So you imagine that'll be very popular. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.